0: Welcome to the Serious Social Podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. Brands who are brave on social will win. But what does that mean? In this episode, Belle Lawrence explains a few examples and talks about how IF break the social boring. I must say that for a few of us who ventured into offices recently, we're feeling very brave. We're lucky that our office at Immediate Future is large enough to allow us to distance. And as courage is something we value highly in our business, this time of transition is certainly an opportunity to demonstrate bravery. We think that for many brands, social media also requires bravery. For some brands, it might be they're as old as the hills or have a history of formality. It's easy to understand then what their path to bravery might take. A change of perception, maybe new leadership coming in or a need to appeal to a younger demographic in order to continue growing. For others, bravery is often about standing out or, as we like to say, breaking the social boring there's no longer any excuse to post wallpaper bland messages on your social feed and then complain when there's very little or no engagement yet it still happens bravery is described as courageous behavior or character being able to confront frightening things face our fears as humans we need to do this in order to overcome obstacles in our lives And if the obstacles we're tackling for brands are things like stunted business growth, lagging behind competitors, or simply being the new brand on the block, it stands to reason that we need to find new ways to be brave. How can we do this? Well, we need to spark debate, cut away the bounds of the traditional, we've always done it this way, thinking, and even put our grown-up pants on and stop avoiding taboo subjects. So in today's series Social, I wanted to look at how we and some big brands encourage bravery. For my first example, I'm going to thank The Drum for their recent article on tackling taboos, as they included the Britain Get Talking campaign, which ITV launched alongside Mind and Young Minds charities to promote mental wellness. Stopping in in the middle of what is usually a high energy show, Britain's Got Talent, on a Saturday night, our tellies went silent and we were shown shots of the backstage crew holding up signs that read, use our silence to talk to each other. What followed this were several brands, including Gillette, Sayas, and Oral-B, collaborating on a silent advert. That really does break a lot of traditions in the telly ad space. What's tricky for me about this campaign and the follow-up through social during COVID times by ITV celebs encouraging us all to think about our mental health is the disconnect with some of the shows ITV produces. This is a much, much deeper topic than I'm going to go into today, but there has been widespread criticism and cancellation even of shows like Jeremy Kyle, X Factor and Love Island. As brands take steps to be brave, they really do need to be in it wholeheartedly. And trust me, I'm not criticizing ITV here. Clearly, there's change afoot in the organization. They're demonstrating it by this kind of campaign. But the problems around some shows aren't quite fixed. So my first recommendation for brands is, by all means, look at what you want to debate or change in your sector, even in the world. But do look at yourselves too a brand we recently worked with did just that and as a result we broke some boundaries and perhaps changed the perception of that brand so quick spot test when i mention auto trader does your brain conjure up thoughts of the printed publication which you could pick up in your local newsagent to find a second hand car or does it perhaps make you think of their website where you might search for your next car or do you get any image or thought in your head at all Autotrader briefed us in early 2020 to work with them on making a step change in their social media content. From research, they understood that many people under 35 fell into that third category where the brand name just didn't really resonate at all. And to change this, we looked at how we could engage with this demographic. And let's be clear, it's a wide range (laughs) from 17 year olds who are just starting to drive up to older millennials who might have a house, dogs and kids. We had to look for some common threads and interests. As you might know, at Immediate Future, we like to do our research and through social listening, we identified the key theme we could tap into, pop culture. And on top of that, humour. The majority of users on social are there for entertainment, to fill some time, relaxing and enjoying content. So this is particularly true of the younger age range we were looking at. To attract a younger audience, make step-changing content and generate engagement. We had to look for an idea that was totally different from their existing content, which to be fair, was largely about vehicle reviews. Makes sense. And while they were great and really high quality, they weren't catching the eye of users who weren't classed as what you may call petrol heads. When we landed on the idea for This Is Not A Drag Race, mixing pop culture and humour, we are also discovering at the time that Auto Trader has a strong LGBTQ plus guild in-house and they participate in things like Manchester Pride. So collaboratively with the client team, we felt secure in approaching this topic for their brand. So that covers my first recommendation. During the process, we then engaged with a drag consultant, the fabulous Cheddar Gorgeous, to get advice and guidance on the drag scene. Was our idea going to fly with the community? Were we going to step on any toes to offend? And on top of that, how could we really make the content sing or at least lip sync? The consultative element is therefore my second recommendation for brands. If you're outside of your comfort zone or knowledge, engage outside parties. There's no sense in not asking for help and then messing it all up. On to my third recommendation, which ties nicely into the second. If you're engaging with the audience and consulting with people who understand them, then you should be able to avoid stereotyping. Do not stereotype your audience. There are lots of examples I could draw on here. and Many of them are centred around gender. So when a clothing brand makes a kid's TV shirt for boys that says future CEO and girls that says ready for my selfie, they will absolutely get called out on social media. A couple of years ago, we worked on the social media to support Princess Cruise's appearance in the TV show The Cruise. And When a clip featuring a female captain delicately guiding a very large ship through a tricky situation was aired and the captain herself turned to the camera and asked Riley, what could possibly go wrong? The easy option would have been to stick with the stereotype and get a laugh, make a joke about female drivers. Instead, we posted the clip with a caption of support. Screw the stereotype. She's trained to do this and she excelled in it. For my fourth recommendation, I want to talk about walking the walk. The IF team worked with LastMinute.com on a campaign about European travel, which could have been straightforward, except that this was at the time of the Brexit vote. One of the biggest debates in UK history, it's bound to be going down in the history books and likely to cause a significant disruption in travel, we helped the brand not to shy away from the subject, but to embrace it. In the campaign, we poked a stick at the debate and created a comedy news style video campaign centred on slapstick humour and puns. To brie or not to brie was the question, and would we be drinking Hi Nicken or Bye nicken The brand was really brave and it paid off. We won an award and our CPC was so low on Twitter that it basically broke the ad system. More recently, another brand I noticed going beyond the standard content is Bodyform. For a long time, I'm sure the Bodyform adverts with that catchy jingle were really made fun of, but in recent years, there's been a real shift for products in this sector and how they're marketed. Fast forward from that jingle on the TV ad to 2020, and you'll find Bodyform's social media feed full of support for charities, education about sexual health, and even some expertly knitted nunnies. But then they went further. In July 2020, Bodyform released an animated film which shied away from nothing and really showed they understood the many challenges that their female audience face. I know that for me, it was an emotional watch, and as you can see, You can have a look at all of that response on their social media channels. It had a very, very strong response. So by making this content, they moved from talking the talk, supportive messages, to walking the walk. And here's my final tip. If you followed the rest of the advice, For goodness sake, make sure you execute your vision properly. Check that your hashtag can't be interpreted badly or it's already in use by something which doesn't chime with your brand values. Check your spelling and your links and the sequence of posts. Don't end up like this week's blunder by the band Steps on Instagram, where they posted the most gorgeous teaser videos for their upcoming tour using each letter of the word Steps, but in the wrong order, resulting in their IG grid saying spets not ideal and has since been removed to fall at the final hurdle when you're being brave is the absolute worst this is not an easy task overcoming all these possible pitfalls and obstacles but you know what we have the guidance to help you so face your fears and be brave thanks for tuning in we'll be back with more best practice and tips next week you're after more know-how to break the social boring subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles